Hey guys, William Mayette, creator of Jazz Edge. I want to welcome you to episode number 15 of the Confident Improviser podcast. So today, we are going to be talking about the 251 progression, and it's 251 progression deciphered. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to show you how to unlock the mysteries of this popular jazz chord progression. Uh, so now, this podcast goes along with the Confident Improviser course, which you could find back at Jazz Edge. And if you'd like to watch the video for this podcast and also get the sheet music, all of that is back at Jazz Edge. You can also go back to theconfidentimproviser.com for more information. All right, so 251 progression deciphered. So, first of all, when we are going to uh, try and find a 2-5-1 progression and create a 2-5-1 progression, we have to remember that it all comes off of the major scale. So that's where we start first. Here's my C major scale. C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C. Pretty simple. C major scale, all white notes from C to C. So that's the first thing that we need to start with. We need to be able to know what our major scale is and know all of the sharps and flats that go along with that major scale. All right, so there's our key of C. Next step, we just simply number the notes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or one. So number one is C, number two is D, three is E, F is four, and so on, okay? So if we take a look at it, immediately we could see what? We could see that two is D, five is G, and one is C. So already we start to have the outline of our 2-5-1 progression in the key of C, right? And that would be a D to a G to a C. Now the next step gets a little bit more tricky, and this is where we are going to create diatonic seventh chords on each note of the scale. Now this looks a lot more complicated than it is. Let me play it for you so you can hear it. Right? So even in playing that right there, it's kind of like, whoa, you know, it kind of seems like uh, that seems a, a little bit complicated, right? In reality, though, it's not all that complicated. So what we're doing is I am creating a seventh chord, which is a four note chord on each note of the C major scale. And all I'm doing is using the notes from the C major scale. So that means that it's going to be all white notes in the key of C. So you see here that I'm not playing any black notes in my chords, okay? All white notes in the chord because they're all coming from the C major scale. Now when we move into another key uh, a little bit later, you'll see that that's going to change. But in the key of C, it's all white notes. The one chord is a major seventh chord, the two chord is a minor seventh chord, three chord is a minor seventh, four chord is a major seventh, five chord is a dominant seventh, okay, pay attention to that, six chord is a minor seven, seven chord is a minor seven flat five, some people call it half diminished, I like minor seven flat five personally, and then one is major. Okay, so now uh, I said pay attention to the five chord being dominant, okay, it's because there is only one dominant chord in each key, and that is the five chord. You've probably heard of that dominant motion, right, moving from five to one, Okay, so the G7 to C, that is your dominant motion. G7 resolving to C. That's 5 resolving to 1, okay? Now the 2 chord here is my D minor chord. So D minor, G7, C major. That's my 2, my 5, and my 1 chord progression in the key of C. 
Now, a couple of things we need to cover. First of all, you see up here on the top, we're using Roman numerals. So an uppercase I, a lowercase II, lowercase III for three, uppercase IV for four, uppercase V for five, lowercase VI for six, lowercase VII for seven, right? So first of all, why do we use Roman numerals? Well, partly because it's just what we've always done in analysis, okay? So harmonic analysis in music has utilized Roman numerals for quite a while. So we continue to do that. There's also another practical purpose. You'll see that I have some uppercase and lowercase Roman numerals. Now and again, you might see the analysis written without any chord symbol. Now in this particular example, I still put capital I triangle seven, meaning a one major seventh chord. For the two chord, I have two lowercase i's, so lowercase ii, the minus sign, and a seven. So that's telling me that it is a two minor seven chord, okay? Now, the reality, though, is that if we have uppercase and lowercase, we could use uppercase for majors and lowercase for minors. So on this two chord, when it's two lowercase with a minus seven, the minus seven is almost redundant, right? We almost don't need that because if we just put a lowercase two, we would know that it is minor. So that's the benefit of using our Roman numerals. We have case sensitivity. We have uppercase and we have lowercase. Uppercase means major, lowercase means minor. In this particular example, I'm writing out lowercase two and also adding in the minor seven just to make sure that everyone understands that it is a two minor seven chord. Okay, so now let's uh, uh, put together the two, five, one progression. So we have D minor seven, G seven, C major seven. I'm gonna play those chords in my right hand. So it's D, F, A, C, G, B, D, F, and C, E, G, B. And I'm just gonna play my roots in the left hand. So again, those notes are D, F, A, C for D minor. For G7, the notes are G, B, D, F, G7, and the notes for C major 7 are C, E, G, B. So 2, 5, 1. That is our 2, 5, 1 progression right there. Okay, so you could stop right there. You understand two, five, one progression, but we're gonna continue on because we have more to do. Now, the two, five, one progression like this is fine, but it sounds much better if we use inversions. Take a listen to that. Right, doesn't that sound better than moving? Right, this one really sounds like we're moving all over the place, whereas this one, Sounds a little bit smoother voice leading, okay? And voice leading is the way that the notes of one chord move to the notes of the next chord. That's your voice leading. So D minor, right? This is root position D minor, so D, F, A, C. When we go to the G7, I take those top two notes of the D minor and I move them down, okay? And, I, and now I have D, F, G, B, okay? D, F, G, B. And that is my G7 chord in second inversion. Then I take the bottom two notes of the G, I move them down to C and E, and now I have my C major seventh chord, C, E, G, B. That, again, is in root position. 
So, D minor seven, root position, DFAC. G7, second inversion, DFGB. And then C major seventh, root position, CEGB. Okay? All right, so that's our 251 in inversions. Okay, so now we're going to start to find some 251 progressions in an actual jazz standard. So, what I wrote here look for a minor chord moving to a dominant chord. Okay, let's just stop right there. Minor chord moving to a dominant. It's not a minor moving to a minor. It's not a minor moving to a diminished. It's not a minor moving to a major. It's a minor chord moving to a dominant chord. And remember, a dominant chord is going to say something like G7, G9, G13, G7 sharp 11, G7 ba 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 ba, right? That's going to be your dominant chord, okay? Uh, now, also, notice I didn't say uh, it's a major chord moving to a dominant chord, or it's a dominant chord moving to a dominant chord. No, those, those are different things. That's not a 2-5-1 progression. So a 2-5-1 progression is a minor chord moving to a dominant chord, okay? That's the 2-5 part of the progression. Now, the 1 part of it is typically a major chord. That could be a dominant, it could be a minor, there's a little bit more gradation there, there's a little bit more gray area there, and you have a little bit more flexibility. So that means that I could go D minor 7 to G7 to C7, or D minor to G to C major, or D minor to G7 to C minor. Now typically when going to those other chords like the minors, the dominants, you might find that there's going to be some alterations of the 2-5 progression. So a typical 2-5-1 progression is a minor chord moving to a dominant chord moving to a major chord. And again, how this works, it's, it's a minor chord moving to a dominant chord up a perfect fourth or down a perfect fifth. So D going up a fourth, goes to G, right? Now, the one thing I didn't write in here, which I will tell you, is to find the one chord move up a perfect fourth from the 5-7, okay? So, we go up a perfect fourth from the minor chord, okay, and then we then go to our dominant chord. So we start with a minor chord, D minor. We go up a perfect fourth to a dominant chord, that's G7, and now to find the one chord, go up a perfect fourth from the G7, make a major chord there, and that's my one chord, okay, that's my one major chord. So again, let me show you an example. We start with D minor 7, we go up a perfect fourth, to G7, and then we go up a perfect fourth again to C major seventh. Now, obviously, we're not going to go like this. That's not a very good voice leading. Instead, we go like this. But the, just to get the chords, right? D minor to G7 to C major. So it starts on a minor, goes up a perfect fourth to a dominant, goes up a perfect fourth to a major. Now, you'll see here that I underline many times the one chord will be missing. In that case, just find the two, five, 
Okay. All right. So now we are going to actually uh, put this into practice. Here I have Beyond the Sea. Okay. I'm uh, pulling this right out of the uh, iReal Pro. Okay. Be sure to uh, download iReal Pro, get iReal Pro if you don't have it, all right? It's a great program, highly recommend it. You can get it on iOS or Android. It's $15 as of right now, you know, I don't know if it's gonna go up or down, but uh, that's the price of it right now. Great program for uh, backing tracks and playing along, you know, uh, with harmony. So anyway, there's your uh, uh, progression for Beyond the Sea, pulling up right from iReal Pro. So what I want you to do is um, try and figure out the two fives on your own first, okay? So I want you to try the analysis on your own first. There's a PDF file in the members area of the Confident Improviser under exercise number 15. So just go back to the members area and then you can, uh, under TCI 15, you can download this PDF file, okay? So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go through it with you right now, but I just kind of gave this amount of time where you could just kind of like pause the video if you want and then you know uh, see if you could do it on your own before I give you the answers. Okay, so now what we're going to do is, and what you should be looking to do is try and find the two, five, one progressions. You don't have to analyze the rest of the song, just try to find the two, five, one progressions. Now what I've done on the next page here, which I'm about to show you, is I have made a box around the 2-5 progression, and I have kind of like a circle around the 1 chord, all right? So, we ready? Go ahead and unpause the video, and I will give you the answers. Okay, so, here we are. The, this is the analysis now for Beyond the Sea. I'm showing you all of the 2-5 progressions, all right? And we're just starting with the 2-5s. We're not even adding in the 1s just yet. Now, for those of you that are joining me on the podcast, let me count this out for you. You've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 2-5 progressions, okay? 14 2-5 progressions out of this song. Now, if you take a look at this, you, if you saw the video, you would see there are a bunch of red boxes all over this page. And in fact, like half of the song is a 2-5 progression of one sort or another, okay? So now, you'll see that I have G minor 7 to C, that's a 2-5. G minor 7 to C, yep. D minor 7 to G7, there's another 2-5. B minor 7 to E7, right, there's another 2-5. And then everything else is just a copy. D minor 7 to C, I'm sorry, D minor 7 to G7, D minor 7 to G7, G minor 7 to C7, right? Those are all two fives. Now on the next page, you'll see I've circled where the one chord comes in. Now you'll notice that sometimes the one chord isn't there, like I'm showing you right here. It goes G minor 7 to C7, then D minor 7 to G7. You see there's no one chord in there. It goes a, a 2-5, and then moving on to a different 2-5. Um, oh, you know what? I missed one right here, too. Let me just fix that real quick for you. And that's going to F, okay? All right, so at the beginning here, we have G minor 7 to C7 to F6, okay? So there's my t uh, minor chord going up a fourth to a dominant, going up a fourth to a major. Remember, a six chord is still a major chord, okay? It's a major sixth chord. And then you see it goes G minor 7 to C7 to F6, all right? There's another 2, 5, 1 progression. Now the G minor 7, C7 over here does not resolve to anything, okay? 
Instead, it then goes to a different 2-5, D minor 7, G7, to C7. And you see I put this in yellow just because it's a little bit different than your typical uh, major, uh, uh, you know, major 1 chord. Um, oop, there was another one I missed here as well. This one going up to A, all right? So B minor 7 to E7 to A6, there's another 2-5. B minor 7, E7 to A6, another 2-5. D, G to C is a 2-5, D, G to C is a 2-5, G, C to F, missed that one too, F, there's another 2-5 right there, okay? So you can see we got so many 2-5-1s. What about this one here, G to C to D minor? Is that a 2-5-1 or just a 2-5? G minor 7 to C7 to D minor, okay? Well, G minor 7, that's a minor chord, Goes up a fourth, okay, to C. Yeah, that's a dominant, all right? So we got the two and the five. What about up a fourth from C? That should go to where? C up to F. That should be F major, but instead it's being played as a D minor. So that is not a two-five-one progression. It's just a two-five. Now, the thing to understand about jazz is that we will have many different 2-5-1 progressions or 2-5 progressions, and they do not necessarily always have to be within the key signature, okay? This song right now, Beyond the C, is written in the key of F, okay? So in the key of F, 2-5-1 is G minor 7, C7 to F. That's 2-5-1. But you'll see here that I have D minor 7, G7. Well, that's listed as a 2-5 as well. And you might think, well, wait a minute. D minor 7 is 6 in the key of F. G7 doesn't even really even function in the key of F, right? Because there's G7 in the key of F. It should be a B flat, right? That should be your 2 chord. Now it's a dominant chord. What's going on there? And then moving down a little bit further, you have B minor to E to A. Whoa, wait a minute. That's not in the key of F either. Well, this song happens to modulate into the key of A for the bridge, but regardless, that doesn't matter. The point is you will find pockets of 2-5 progressions all, like littered throughout a jazz standard, okay? And then what that means is that we have key centers. So the song might start in the key of F and might continue through the entire song in the key of F, might never modulate. Now this song, like I said, does modulate temporarily to the key of A, right? And then it modulates over here to the key of C for a little bit, right? Okay, and then it modulates back to the key of F. Okay, so there's a little bit of modulation there. But you will find some standards that do not modulate really, but they will have these pockets in which they move to different two fives. So you might have a two five in F, G to C to F. But then as you're going along, you might have a C minor to F7 to B flat. We just did a 2-5 to the 4 chord. Doesn't mean that we're now in the key of B flat. It just did a 2-5 progression to the 4 chord. So the thing to understand and the thing to remember is that your 2-5 progression does not always have to be 2 and 5 of the key that you're in. You might start in the key of C, 2-5 would be D to G, but you might have a bunch of other 2-5 progressions within that same song, even though you never modulated outside of the key of C, okay? Gets complicated, sure, but the more you do it, 
the better you get at it. All right, so anyway, uh, if you have questions, feel free to join me on Thursdays at 1 p.m. The link is right in the site under live training. I answer all of my confident improviser questions live every Thursday, 1 o'clock Eastern time. And that's it for me, guys. So I will see you in the next podcast episode. Thanks for joining me.